it's important that you feel all your big feelings and even welcome them. But through it all, you have a choice. You can lean deeper into despair. Or you can lean into love. And that's what this episode is all about. Hi, it's Amy here and welcome to the Prana and Patchouli podcast. I'm a restorative yoga teacher and this is where I share my self-care tips, spiritual tools, breath work and guided meditations to reduce stress and raise your vibration. If you haven't already, be sure to hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Today, I want to talk about something that I haven't ever really talked about before. So I'll take a big, brave breath here. And that's depression. I believe our stories heal, and so in sharing this part of mine, as well as some of the tools that have helped me to gently navigate my own feelings, My hope is that this episode helps you feel less alone and more loved and supported if you've been feeling this way too. We'll also practice some breath work at the end to bring all of this together, so make sure you stick around for that. Let me say, if you haven't experienced depression, which is typically long-term or acute sadness. Just allow yourself to take what you need. Depression is usually a compassionate call to lean into a gentler, softer, kinder way of being. From the thoughts we think to the words we say, to the actions we take. And these feelings can fluctuate for us all, and I'm sure that we've all experienced life circumstances that have left us feeling, well, less than happy. Or maybe you know someone who has some serious things that they're dealing with right now. If so, I'd love for you to share this episode with them. The practices and tools we're going to talk about are not meant to trivialize anything that you're grappling with, and they're definitely not quick fixes. After all, like me, you might have been cultivating depression for years, and I certainly don't encourage any spiritual bypassing. But I do hope they'll help you or someone that you love feel lighter and brighter from the inside out. And nothing I say here is meant to be a medical diagnosis or a cure. It's just my experience from my own life and from working closely with my yoga students over the last eight years or so. If you feel like you need extra support and care, then please,
please, please seek that out. In tough times, we may wish for magic and for someone to take away our pain. But even if that were possible, it would deprive us of our growth when we try to navigate those emotional patterns. For me, depression has been a call to awakening. And the density of that has challenged me to the depths of my being. Ever since I was 17 but also that I could reach a better place, emotionally and spiritually. This isn't always true or necessary, but I have found purpose in that pain and continue to. It's important that you feel all your big feelings and even welcome them. But through it all, you have a choice. You can lean deeper into despair. Or you can lean into love. And that's what this episode is all about. So what exactly is depression? Like I said earlier, depression is acute sadness, which may be caused by a chemical imbalance or life circumstances. It can arise when you're not honoring your unique energy, when you're exhausted or as a compound effect of chronic stress that builds up in the body. It can be long-term, like it has been for me, or a temporary state of being that ebbs and flows over time. With depression, there's a general low kind of vibe, which feels heavy, sad, and stuck. This often manifests physically with the sinking of the shoulders and chest, and the Closing of the heart, which embodies the helplessness, hopelessness, and self-protective withdrawal of depression. The breath is slow and shallow, like a silent protest to life, and you can feel lethargic and tired. Simple movements can feel really challenging and you might not even want to get out of bed. Mentally, thoughts move slowly too. And even as I describe this, you might feel the energy of that weighing on you. Sometimes we can sink into depression when we're feeling overwhelmed. And this can go one of two ways. We can either become angry and lash out at others, or we can get depressed, doubt ourselves, and turn that anger inwards. 
It makes me think of that episode of The Sopranos when Tony goes to see his therapist and she tells him that depression is rage turned inwards. And I think it might have actually been Freud that said something similar, but when I heard that, that was like a light bulb moment for me. When I'm feeling low like this, it's often when I'm drowning in thoughts of not enoughness, which arise from time to time, or because I'm exhausted if I'm not using my energy in the right way, or I'm ruminating on something that's happened, or just feeling bitter about where I am in life and wishing that I was somewhere else. And I'm sure that you've had thoughts like that too. And those mental stories tend to be full of negativity, blame and judgment towards ourselves. That's another symptom of depression. You're often blind to positive experiences and have only negative ones in your line of vision. Knowing that there's no more powerful voice than our own, that self-talk can be destructive. So how can we start to feel better and move through those moments with more compassion Gentleness and love. I've got three steps to share with you. And the first step is to witness what you're going through. Yoga teaches us to observe with a sense of curiosity instead of judgment. And then with that space that you've created between yourself and your thoughts, you can respond rather than react and choose again. A mantra that I like to use, which kind of works like a pattern interrupter as it slows down the momentum of those stories when your mind goes into that negative spiral is I choose love instead of this. This also helps us hone the quality of our inner gaze. In yoga we talk about drishti, which means gaze point. And when we soften our inner gaze, we allow ourselves to enter that space of compassionate, non-judgmental observation and choose love instead. That mantra again is, I choose love instead of this. Just say that to yourself silently or out loud and notice how it feels. Which brings me back to this. You can either lean deeper into despair or you can lean into love. The way I do this is to get really quiet, tune in with myself and ask, 
How can I be more gentle with myself? How can I be more compassionate? How can I practice self-love today? And then let my inner guide show me the way. That's because our body, mind and nervous system already know what our true emotional set point is. They already know what we need to feel better. And so when we take the time to listen to that loving intelligence, we can start to return home. Whenever I feel myself sinking, I find that my soul naturally craves more gentleness, comfort, support, relaxation, and kindness. Because I've been lacking that compassion for myself. What that is changes from day to day, whether it's simple self-care practices, real human connection, restorative yoga poses, or meditation, for example. But the more I slowly raise my vibration by leaning towards love and feeling good, the more I'm led. Healing is possible, but it can be an ongoing process, like it has been for me. And I don't mean to say that to put you down, especially if you're already feeling that way. But that is well and okay. Honor that. Be kind to yourself and take all the time you need. The second thing that has helped me whenever I feel truly hopeless is to surrender. It's something that we talk about a lot on the yoga mat. If you're practicing a pose that's mentally or physically difficult, then you can tighten up. Like when you're stretching your hamstrings or your hips, two parts of our bodies that tend to carry a lot of tightness and tension. Or even in restorative yoga, when you set yourself up on such a high rise of props that you can't possibly get comfy there. Pushing or struggling rarely works. It only creates tension, puts the nervous system into overdrive, and you can end up hurting yourself. But the opposite of forcing is surrender. When you allow your body to relax and open up in its own time, you can often go much deeper. So in tough times, ask yourself, what can I give up or give over? And this might be something really practical, like giving yourself the grace and space you need to take care of yourself. 
Focus on the fundamentals like sleep, healing, health, exercise, and self-care. Or if you have to show up and you really don't feel like it, how can you create more ease and softness in your day so things don't feel as heavy? When you surrender control, which I know isn't always easy, you open yourself up to support and guidance. You can become receptive to the gifts depression can offer. And that might seem like a weird thing to say, but perhaps this pain is an awakening to what's not working in your life or an opening to the potential for personal, emotional, and spiritual growth. Pima Children said, Nothing ever goes away until it has taught us what we need to know. So what can you learn from this? What is your depression trying to teach you? Be brave and look into the darkness of that struggle so that you can bring it to light. It likely holds a deeper message for you. I know that it feels frustrating and you might want that magic quick fix, but if that existed, it would only deprive you of a great opportunity for learning. Now you're probably thinking, well, okay, that makes sense, but how do I surrender? Besides literally taking things off your plate, my favorite way to do this is through prayer. To the universe, my higher self or inner guide. You can pray to whatever it is that you believe in. But it's the energy that matters of giving something over. I like to say something like, Thank you for loving me. Thank you for guiding me. Thank you for supporting me. Thank you for helping me heal and become the best version of myself that I can possibly be. This always helps me feel better because gratitude instantly raises my vibration and I feel like I'm less alone. If that doesn't resonate with you, another more embodied way to feel the energy of surrender is through restorative yoga poses. This type of yoga requires less energy than other styles and it adds to your energy rather than takes away from it. By nature, this practice is all about surrender as you allow your body to be completely held by the props 
to encourage healing and nurturing from within. And now the final step that I want to share with you is about being mindful of balancing your inner and outer worlds. I talk a lot about the need to retreat and turn inwards, especially in our high-speed, stressful world. But when it comes to depression, the opposite is actually necessary. When we're sad, we close off our hearts in an effort to protect ourselves from the world and become so inward focused that we're flooded with thoughts, sensations, and emotions. And as much as I love and deeply value introspective practices like yoga and meditation, to truly honor all of my feelings, I know that I need to balance that with outrospective tools like journaling, meaningful conversations, and even just going out into the world and having fun and seeking adventures. Right now, I'm in magical Paris, and I can't tell you how much this trip is feeding my soul. I think it's a practice to cultivate that balance, which I'm always trying to find, especially as an introvert. If you've been feeling the same, and you can't get to Paris right now, then a simple way to emerge into the outer world is to change your posture. And you can do this with me now. For a moment, just observe how you're sitting or standing. Pay attention particularly to where your shoulders, heart and spine are in space especially if they're sinking, rounding, or closed off. Now see if you can sit or stand a little bit taller. Drop your chin slightly towards your chest, and gently press your skull back so that your head and neck are in alignment with your spine. Soften your shoulders and lift your heart. Take a deep inhale and then exhale completely. Hopefully you feel better already. Just notice how that simple shift in your posture can also shift your energy and uplift you. The truth is, like anxiety, which is actually at the opposite end of the spectrum, depression is a mind-body issue. 
And that's why I've never really resonated with or used the term mental health. For me, it's emotional well-being because the mind and body are influenced by each other. And the idea of mental health just doesn't really encompass all of my experiences with anxiety and depression. The body feels emotions too, and it speaks its pain as clearly as the mind, just not verbally. The two are intimately connected through the power of the breath, and while the mind doesn't speak the language of the body, the breath does. That's the beauty of the yoga practice. The breath unites the body, mind, and spirit. And that's why deep breathing and heart-opening poses like supported butterfly or supported fish can lift and balance feelings of depression. And if we show up to our mat or meditation cushion regularly, we create a well of energy called prana, which nourishes us even when our life force is low and This can prevent us from falling into depression. And speaking of the breath, I have one final practice to share with you. It's called Samavriti, which I think I've shared on the podcast before, or otherwise known as the equal breath. This breathing technique can help you energize your body but it also keeps your mind balanced and alert. So let's take a few rounds of this together before we close out this episode. You'll feel the inhale, however it comes in, wherever it goes, and then even the length of your exhale with your inhale. So for example, you might inhale for a count of five and then exhale for a count of five. Just count your natural breath and match the length of your inhales and exhales. Not really controlling how your breath is moving. Just the length of this silent, peaceful breath. Finding balance between the in and the out breath. Now just take one more of these. The inhale rolls on in. And the exhale rolls on out. Now let that go and just observe any shifts that you feel. 
And this breathing practice can help you gently observe and navigate your emotions without getting caught up in them. You can stay anchored instead of getting lost in storms, waves, pain, and the ebb and flow of your feelings. You can stay connected to both your inner and outer worlds. If you want to go deeper with this, then definitely check out episode 20, Your Breath is a Miracle, which I'll link for you in the show notes. But as we wrap up this episode now, Remember that you are not your depression. It does not define you. When you accept this, you can start to realign with love as you gently and compassionately navigate your way through those big feelings and consciously see yourself in the light of who you really are. Thanks so much for listening. If you're ready to go deeper, I have a free mini yoga retreat waiting for you over at pranapatchouli.com forward slash retreat. It'll help you find emotional ease, fill up your cup, and follow the whispers of your soul. Deep exhale. All you have to do is head over there now and enter your name and email for instant access. I'll be back next week with a brand new episode. So until then, from my heart to yours, namaste. Namaste.